Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHays.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a good Monday afternoon, and welcome in to another edition of Tiger Talk as we talk Fort Hay State basketball. We'll be joined by women's coach Tony Hobson, men's coach Mark Johnson as the Tigers come off a, a homestand, uh, wrapping it up on Saturday against the Lopers of Nebraska Kearney. Now get set for a couple of road games this week, heading to Washburn on a Wednesday, kind of a rare Wednesday game for the Tigers in conference play, but they'll be in Topeka to take on the Ichabods Wednesday night and then Sunday afternoon in Emporia to take on the Hornets. So kind of a, a different schedule both midweek and on the weekend this weekend because of um, – um, well, just the way the schedule goes with Washburn and then uh, midweek, our midseason high school tournament at White Auditorium in Emporia. And uh, that's why the Tigers will not get to play there until Sunday. So we'll have more on that as we move along. Again, we're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, corner of 8th and Main. Uh, great, great food. You can get it to go. Of course, eat inside. Uh, BigSmokeHays.com. You can place your order for takeout and more here at Big Smoke Barbecue. Again, you can participate in the program. Send us your questions. We'll try to do a better job. We had some connectivity issues last week and then forgot to check. We had a few people chime in with questions for the coaches. We'll try to get to those. So if you send it in during the program, we'll, we'll keep an eye for that. All you have to do is go to the Fort A. State website, FHSUathletics.com. Click on Fan Zone. You'll get a drop-down menu there at the very bottom. You'll see Ask the Coach. Submit your question. And if we use it, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift certificate at the end of the month for right here at Big Smoke Barbecue. Again, live at Big Smoke Barbecue at it's Tiger Talk, and with that, we bring in the head women's coach at Fort Hay State, Tony Hobson. Uh, only one game uh, last week for Fort Hay State. It was Saturday. It was a, a thriller, as they seem to always be with Nebraska Cardi. I guess, unfortunately, uh, came up on the wrong end of a, a one-point game, 53-52 ends up being the, the final game, and and. Sometimes you lose by one. It's almost more painful than if you lose by 10 or 12 because you could go back to so many things. If one thing's different, you you win that game. It can be agonizing. But uh, great game. Just unfortunately uh, just come up on the wrong side of that score on Saturday afternoon. Well, you know, the last two games we've we've lost uh, in two different ways. And I can tell you that they're they're equally painful. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, buy that. I'll buy that. <laughs> after the pit game, it was... It was about two and a half hours sleep starting at uh, 4.30. And after the Carney game, it was about about two hours sleep starting at, at 4.15. So <laughs> about, about the same. Uh, so what you told me doesn't matter. Either way, uh, yeah. loss, uh, losses are, are tough. Losses are tough. But I, I guess uh, the only the saving grace of this game was that I thought we played well and we played hard. Uh, we're, we're engaged the whole game. We, we made enough plays down the stretch to, to, to win the game. Uh, we did miss some opportunities to, to kind of put it away, but, uh, you know, and those are glaring when they're the last mm -hmm. three minutes or so, uh, whether it's a missed layup or free throws, or whatever, you, you can remember those very well. But we also had some, uh, some great plays to get back in it. I mean, our fourth quarter was excellent, 
uh, down seven going into the fourth quarter and and uh, had him on the ropes uh, up four. Um, Olivia got a nice offensive rebound, stick back. Uh, Galladay hit a nice shot from the from the baseline. Emma had a good driving layup. I mean, we made we made some plays. Um, we executed that last second play uh, perfectly and got the exact shot we would like. Um, Katie will make that four out of yeah. five times. So, you know, it's one of those things where uh, when when we miss that shot to win it, uh, I guess you're not supposed to win it. Uh, probably the thing that uh, bothers me more is the defensive possession before that. Um, we, we had them scrambling down to four or five on the shot clock, and uh, we let a, a, a kid that only drives right go right. And in Kate's defense, she got screened a little bit, kind of got behind her, was trying not to foul her. But our backside defense was non-existent, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't there, wasn't where they needed to be. And that's, you know, the reason that's disappointing to me is because we've, we've worked on that every day and have been since, uh, since October. Um, and it should be a routine thing. Uh, where you automatically rotate over the, but we weren't able to do that. So, you know, um, just a couple too many mistakes to to win that game, but still in the position to do it. And you know, you have to understand that there's going to be mistakes made. Uh, you know, that's so evident. I watched a little bit of football yesterday. <laughs> you know, and you can, you have players all making, you know, majority of them making seven figures and. You know, second and goal from the one turns into a 98-yard losing <laughs> touchdown yeah. going the other way. Or you have 15 coaches over there, and none of them know that it's fourth down, and that that loses a game. And the only reason they didn't have a timeout is because they couldn't get a play in in 40 seconds. Yeah. I mean, and you watch receivers drop balls that are perfectly right thrown. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you, you, see, you see mistakes made at all levels. Uh, it's in real time, and it's in under pressure. And it's just totally different. You know, you're sitting there watching uh, whether it's Olivia missed a couple free throws. You know, you're like, you can't believe it. Well, believe it. It happens mm-hmm. at all levels. And um, and the main thing I liked was our effort and our uh, just our ability to not give up and just stay in there and come after them and, and be in a, in a position to win against a good team. Third straight game at home, which gotten off to a slow start. Uh, we mm. saw it against Southern, saw it against Pitt, saw it again Saturday. Got down by 10 in the first quarter, down by 13 early in the second. And then, for whatever reason, things went, you, you got on track and you made that great run to, to get back in that game before halftime. Yeah, I just, yeah, I can't figure that one out. Um, I'm, I'm not sure it's. Uh, what do you call that? Figurable. Yeah. I'm not sure you can figure it out. It's yeah. just, again, it's one of those things. Uh, you can't put a finger on it. We got pretty decent shots to start. We don't seem to be able to hit those out of the gate uh, like we were for a while. So maybe we need to, to look at running something different. I usually like to try to go inside uh, the first few times just to get kind of point blank ones. But uh, we might have to go away from that and, and try something different. Uh, we did have Olivia back in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't make any difference. <laughs> I, I mean, as far as the start. Uh, so I, I think, uh, you know, it's it's not the way you start. It's the way you finish. But it'd make it a lot easier to finish if you didn't get down 10 every every game against good teams. I mean, that's always just a that's a struggle to get back in there. And the, and the energy you have to, to spend and, and use to, to get back. And you see that a lot of times you, you – you saw that against yeah. Pitt. It was just too big of a deficit. And the, yeah, at some point you hit a wall here. You, you didn't hit that wall, and it, you made it a game. But that does. That takes a lot of energy and effort to, to get back in a game when you fall behind like that. But we did that a couple times. So we get behind early. And I don't know, did we get back to completely back to shore there you in the second it, quarter? You got it to two twice. Got it to two twice. But then you kind of you kind of ease off because you run out of gas or, or lose a slight bit of intensity or whatever, and it ends up six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we scored maybe to make it six. So, you know, you kind of have a little ebb and flow. You can't maintain that just fever pitch uh, all game. And then the same thing happened the second half where we had to make another run at them. And, uh, you know, you just you don't want to get that in that big of a hole where, you know, get down two. So when you make that seven to one run, you're up five. And uh, that's that's what I'm accustomed to. And we're just we're not quite there. Um, and, you know, the thing is, we've. The three teams ahead of us in the conference are uh, Central Missouri and Kearney and, and Mo West. And Mo West, we beat on the road. Kearney and Central Missouri, we lost by one and had a shot at the buzzer to beat them. Yeah. So to, to think that we're just awful, 
is is just is stupid. We're we're not. We're we're a couple points away from thinking we're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Uh, but you know, we're now we're in kind of a hole where we need to uh, just tend to our business and and uh, just, uh, just keep believing in what we do because what we're doing is is fine. We just we need to do it a couple points better. Yeah, and it is funny. You know, like the you know the, the sky is not falling, but you haven't. And it's just, it sounds crazy. Okay, you're in third place. <laughs> You've got a lot of battle. I mean, and you got teams you need to beat to have a chance to win sure. the league. Still on the schedule ahead of you, so you still have a, a, a very legitimate chance. But it's been a while. You know, just two losses in a row at home, and hadn't happened in in twelve years. It's just things that we haven't become accustomed to seeing. And, mm-hmm. But so it, it, you kind of have to put some perspective to it. And I mean, you look at the whole season right now i mean how you're four possessions away from maybe having two losses and probably being yeah. ranked in the, in the top 15 of the of the country sure but but it is a little bit different i guess for this team have to, to figure it out and and now that margin becomes a little bit narrower to to try to get to some of those same goals that you want to get to yeah and you do you have to keep your kids up to a point where they still believe that they can they can play because she's, you know, like you said, a loss is a loss. Well, whether you lose by one or whatever, it's a loss to them, and, and they start feeling, uh, you know, unable. Uh, you don't want that. Um, so we just, you know, uh, like you said, we're we're a few points away from probably being ranked sixth or seventh in the country, and you just you have to get over that and and uh, and keep playing because. Uh, you know, there's 11 games left, uh, long ways to go. And, uh, you know, if we would have finished 10th in the conference last year and we're sitting here right now, we would be the biggest overachievers in the world. But since we won the conference, sitting in the same place we are now, we feel terrible and feel like we're underachievers. You know, it just depends where you're coming from and what your perspective is. I, I want I want our expectations to be to win, so so I'm fine with it, but I'm just saying it's it's just such a fine line between uh, being where we're at or being on top. Well, and, and we've talked about it before. You look at the MIAA. I mean, it's always been good. It's been good at the top, but I think that top is – a, a bigger vast of team. I mean, you have Carney's been good. We talked about the run they've been on. Central Missouri, you, uh, Missouri Southern here as of late. Pitt State's kind of getting back mm-hmm. into form. I mean, I think the, the top half is, is probably in some ways way deeper. I don't think in some ways it is deeper than it's been in quite a while. Oh, it's it's thicker for sure, uh, that top wave. There's six teams now that are capable of, of winning on any night. And you're looking at right now, the sixth team is Southern. Yeah. And, and they're, and yeah. And who wants to play them really? Um, so yeah, you have a, a little resurgence from Pitt. They're better than they have been in, uh, really in, in four or five years. Uh, Mo West, um, Carney, you know, they have a bunch of fifth year seniors. Mm-hmm. They're, they're solid and, and central's better than they were last year. So that top, that top tier is, is tough right now. And, and you just have to really tend to business to stay there. Up Tigers, uh, a busy week on the road. Be a, a, another week of rivalry games. Washburn and Emporia. We'll get to those in a little bit. We'll get to some of the questions we did have sent in to us uh, uh, over the weekend. So a lot to get to as we continue on Tigers Talk, which is brought to you by the Taco Shop, where you can order by phone, use their app, pick up delivery. 722 East 8th. It's the Taco Shop. Of course, a Hayes tradition. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. We'll take a break. Back with more on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Now that fall harvest is over, don't just put that equipment away and forget about it. Contact your local BTI John Deere dealer and set your appointment for a winter inspection. Our certified technicians will do a complete multi-point inspection that covers everything on your John Deere equipment. Schedule an inspection and receive skilled labor and a one-year parts and labor warranty on installed parts at BTI. Call your local BTI John Deere dealer in Buckland, Greensburg, Pratt, Ness City, Hoxie, and Great Bend. 
The New Year sale is on at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa 1000 Peak Battery Amps Jump Starter $68.99. Power Service Diesel Fuel Supplement $8.99. Scott Shop Towels $249. Seafoam Auto Marine Motor Treatment $849. Ice Melt 20 Pound Bag $699. And get a $25 rebate on the purchase of one AAA branded battery. Check out the savings today at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Forte stayed up the floor. Hollenbeck in the high post. Up top to Donica for another three. Swish! Clary Donica with eight first quarter points. She's hit two threes. It's 25 to 18. Well, Clary Donica's given the Tigers a spark, and they've now hit their last three threes after missing 21 straight. Yeah, the 0 for 19 game last week, uh, last Saturday against Pitt, missed their first two, and then you finished 6 of 11 from three. So, you know what, you hit six of your final nine. That's a good sign because you had been shooting it well, and that Pitt game was uh, hopefully an anomaly. But good to see your team step up and hit some perimeter shots. And, yeah, how about Clary Donica? Really gave you a spark. She scored 10 of her 12 in that second quarter and was a big part of that run that got you back in the ball game. Well, she saved she saved our bacon there in the second quarter when, and that's why that's why I put her in there. Is just we just needed a spark, and and uh, she she scores the ball. Uh, she scores the ball well. I mean, the reason that she's probably not in there more is just because of the matchups we get when we try to switch at the four spot. And uh, but yeah, she really she played really well for us, and she she has been doing a good job off the bench for us uh, here as of late, and. Uh, you know, that was, a, like I said, that was a lifesaver when she came in and hit a couple and, um, you know, just kind of spreads the floor out. And then and then we kind of could loosen up and play. You know, it's a, you go along there and you can't even get yeah. it to go in the basket. You're just looking for anything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she she had a good game for us. And four rebounds as well. That's always yeah. it's nice to see. I mean, she, and she's one she can bang in there a little bit. And, and it seems like for her she's been shooting a three pretty well. It's some of those in by the basket that yeah. have been a bit of a challenge at times. Yeah, well, and she hit a couple of those too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess just one, but. Uh, had a had a good uh, no she hit two inside she hit two laps um, yeah so she's she's a little she's not real real tall you know and she gets in there against a six two kid and sometimes has a hard time but has a nice little turnaround uh, her offensive game is solid and uh, she just needs to keep uh, keep working so uh, I hope she can help us out in the future just like she did this game Tiger Talk we're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes quarter of 8th and Main stop on by for lunch or dinner a lot of great menu items are open 11 to 8 Monday through Saturday you can see their menu online BigSmokeHays.com also order to go or carry out at BigSmokeHays.com we're talking women's basketball with four day state coach Tony Hobson coming off a tough one point loss to Nebraska Kearney and you alluded to it you did a good job to get back in and then you kind of let it slip away in the third quarter down by 12. But pretty impressive 18-2 run. I'm not sure too many teams have done that against Kearney, not only this year, but maybe over the last four or five years. And you got it to four. And, man, if you could just get it to six or even eight, you probably it's probably over. You had them on the heels. But to their credit, they came back, made a nice little answer, and then it was game on there down the stretch. Yeah, we had, I mean, we had about uh, five things happen that if, if one of them doesn't happen, we win the game, you know, and it's just real simple. You just, uh, everything after we, uh, first of all, to, to make that run, uh, on them is, is unbelievable. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where you have to finish them off when you get the chance. And when you had them, had them going and, um, we had a really good offensive rebound where we missed the putback. Uh, we, we missed a, a layup, um, Missed a couple free throws. Mm-hmm. Just here and there. We traveled. Uh, you know, just yep. whatever. And just just mistakes. Just one too many mistakes. And uh, like I said, still had a chance to win it at the end, but just couldn't. You could see the, the expression on Katie's face when, when the shot went out. It's kind of like, like I think everybody. It's like, ah. 
I'll hit that most times. Yep. It didn't, but Just, you could tell she was feeling better. I mean, she, she yes. hit that shot early, and, and, and you compare it to the week prior coming off the ankle injury, you could, you could see a difference. It looked like she was feeling a lot better out there physically. Yeah, I think so, too. She moved better and uh, had more just – you know, she she wasn't kind of uh, she had more push off of that leg and and looked more like herself. Well, the Tigers come up a little bit short, losing fifty three fifty two, and and we've touched on it. Uh, you look at this MIAA race; it's it's crazy. Central Missouri still undefeated at eleven and zero. Then Carney. Western nine and two. You're tied with Pitt at eight and three. Southern's right there at at six and four. And we've reached the midway point. So I'm mean, again, you know, here on out. I mean, everything just gets magnified. As I guess we're we're making that turn here down the the, the backward stretch, and they go quick. But uh, if you want to have a chance to get back, you know, stay in this conference race, you have to string some wins together and have to do it on the road because seven of eleven to close out conference play away from Gross Memorial Coliseum. Yeah, and and uh, nine of them are repeat games. Mm-hmm. Uh, second second time we play them, uh, so th- that's the thing that makes it tougher. I mean, we have Emporia and Washburn instead of Rogers and mm-hmm. and Northeastern. So you're playing first of all two teams that are better than the two you don't play, and then you have a bunch of them on the road. So uh, just just have to start. Like I said, we we're first of all I think we're about as good on the road as we are at home. I would agree. Uh, right now with this team, so I'm not really worried about going on the road. Uh, so we just we just have to be in a position where we go into that last week when we when we have to play uh, three of the top teams on the road in a row. Uh, we need to be in a decent position at that point. Well, and as I said, if you can be in that position, you, you set yourself up for a chance to be right there at the end of the mm-hmm. season, right there in the race again. Sure, it you know it's just a, a fine line. I mean, there's there's going to be teams that lose ahead of us. They're going to get beat. They have to play each other. They have mm-hmm. to play us again. Uh, so we just we need to take care of our business. We're going to take another break. We'll come back into some of those questions that were sent in over the weekend. Tiger Talk is brought to you in part today by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get that no, gets to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. More Tiger Talk from Big Smoke Barbecue right after this here on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. There is freedom in movement, and HazeMed Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, HazeMed offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HazeMed.com backslash orthopedics. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. A new year means New Year's resolutions, and at the top of your resolution list should be visiting the Taco Shop. January specials include Sancho's, Beef and Bean Burrito, Beef Enchilada, or Cheese Enchilada for $3.09 each. Ordering is easy with the handy Taco Shop app, or stop by at 722 East 8th. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Taco Shop. Here's Ruddle off a screen. Dribbles right, low block, jump, hook, good! And Fort A. State has their first lead. 48-46, it's a 16-2 Fort A. State run. 
And that was that run down the sec- third and fourth quarters. Emma Ruddle with a nice bucket there. And, and well, there's a player, when she came to Fort A State, just a tremendous athlete and, and still is, but becoming a basketball player. I mean, we're just seeing her game. just seems like every time out there she's doing a little bit more and she's become more of an offensive threat here mm-hmm. Um this season, but really uh, the last half of the season, and that's been a nice shot of the arm, made a big bucket there to, to give you the lead. Yep. No, Emma has uh, she's really just kind of settled in, and she knows her role, and she doesn't try to uh, do things that she's not capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Stays under control, but s- still plays fast, which is hard to do, and uh, really happy with the consistency she's mm-hmm. given us. No doubt about it, and uh, she's been a really good defender as well. Mm-hmm. Tiger Talk, by the way, brought to you by BTI. Your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Ness City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family online, btiequip.com. Talking four-day state women's basketball with Coach Tony Hobson. Did have a few questions emailed in over the weekend. We appreciate that. Again, fhsuathletics.com, the four-day's website. Click on fans. Uh, get a drop-down. You'll see it there. And, of course, if we use your question, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift certificate from here at Big Smoke Barbecue. First one, uh, fan notice, no Whitney Brown of the bench Saturday. Uh, Want to know if she's still on the team. I know she's not on the roster on the online anymore. Yeah, no, she's no longer on the team. She uh, is kind of a mutual decision. She she wasn't she wasn't happy here and uh, decided after the Southern game to to just go ahead and and that was kind of the the point where if you're going to be enrolled for the next semester, mm-hmm. you had to be in. Uh, so she's she's going to just take classes this semester and kind of decide if number one if she wants to uh, keep playing and and then if she does uh, I I hope she does uh, find a find a different uh, a different home that better suits her. And that, that happens sometimes, especially yep. with transfers. I mean, yep. it's always a uh, you know trying to, to fit in. So certainly wish her the best of luck. Another interesting one on the transfer portal, which has obviously become such a major component in, in college athletics nowadays. Uh, how much do you use the, the transfer portal? Is it as big a deal in Division Two as maybe we see at the Division One level? Well, we I mean we use it. We look at it to see who's moving, and uh, it you know it's probably made it. Uh, the the thing is, is when the transfer transfer portal came along uh, it also came along that now uh, they have one free transfer from d1 to d1 where before they did not mm-hmm. they had to set a year and we would get we would get some division one transfers that were good players because they did not want to set out a year uh, so really we probably get less uh good d1 players uh or opportunities at them now than yeah. we did before because they go to other d1 schools because they don't have to set so uh, yeah, we we use it. I think uh, I think if you don't use it or or watch it or use it for at least information, I I don't think as a coach you're doing your job. Uh, it is a it is a factor, but like I said, I'm uh, I'd been around so long that I knew about these kids anyway. Uh, most of the time, you know, uh, just knowing people, so it's it's just a different deal. There's now now it's a everything's available to everybody. The information's out there, and there's no secrets. I guess a uh, final third question was sent. I thought this was an interesting one. Of course, Gross Memorial Coliseum, and it's 50th year this year, and just what a what a gem of a facility. And and there's been some upgrades over the years to improve it. Um, is there any area of improvement for the Coliseum? I guess anywhere else, uh, facility wise, I'm assuming they're asking that that could be made to to kind of help your program here. Well, I mean, really, the the only things that since I've been here 15 years, uh, we got new locker rooms. Uh, in there about halfway through it, probably about 10, 12 years ago, and we got a new floor. Uh, that's the only, mm-hmm. you know, which you have to have a floor. Uh, <laughs> it helps. But, but really, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, if it's not broke, uh, I'm not, no, I don't, you could maybe dress it up a little bit. There might be a few cosmetic things. Um, where, where we have issues is when we have uh, four sports using it, and now we have another wrestling program. Uh, you have graduations and career fairs and industrial tech, and you have every possible thing using uh, a, a different. We have to reschedule games all the time, and we we could use some uh, a little better situation for practice right. facilities. Right. Uh, but as far as just a game venue, uh, it's it's a, a good one, and I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. I guess there's probably there's the uh, the the scoreboard. 
the video board was a, was a, I forgot about yeah, that. That was a nice, nice addition. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Verlin. Uh, <laughs> that that's really added a bunch. So so I you know I think it's in a good spot. We we are in a in a bind uh, for practices a lot of the time because our our back gyms are are a, a little restrictive. So uh, other than that though, uh, Gross is a is a good place to play a game and and uh, the best we have in our conference uh, hands down. Yep, no doubt, one of the best of the country. I think for 50 years old, it's sort of hard to tell. And what a great atmosphere Saturday. I mean, it was like 20 almost 2,700 biggest crowd of the year. Not surprising. It was a Carney game and they were into it. And obviously, the game lends to that. But that was, I mean, that's as good as atmosphere as you're going to find, especially yeah. when you consider there weren't a lot of students because they're just now getting back on with yeah. classes only starting tomorrow. Yeah, no, there was there was very few students. I think the ones that were in town were there, and I, I've. Uh, I mean, Carney plays against us the last five years has played better at our place than they do at home because they, we have people in there. Yeah, good and, point. you know, we go up there and play, uh, you know, they say, our crowd is the biggest crowd of the year uh, at 600. Uh, and they, I think their average last year was under 400, like 350. So, you know, their kids are, they're jacked to play in front of a crowd in a good atmosphere too. And you get, and you get other teams best efforts, but uh, yeah, had a nice, a nice crowd and, uh, like you said, they were into it. They don't just come to eat popcorn. Yeah, well, and we always see some good crowds on the road, especially for this trip at Topeka with Washburn and then Emporia State on, on Sunday. So hopefully see some Tigers on the road when you play at Washburn and Emporia. Coach, uh, we'll let you go. We appreciate the visit as always and uh, look forward to seeing you Wednesday in Topeka. Should be a fun one with the old Ichabods. Okay, I appreciate it, Gerard. That's head coach Tony Hopps of the 48 State Women. Uh, again, Wednesday, 5.30 against Washburn and then on Sunday at one. 30 against Emporia State. Tiger Talk brought to you by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax return. They become strategic allies and CPAs. Adams Brown. We'll take a break. Men's coach Mark Johnson joins us next here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Midwest Energy is offering scholarship and trip opportunities for area high school students. High school juniors can now apply for the 2023 Youth Tour, a one-week, all-expenses-paid trip to Washington, D.C. in June. High school seniors may apply to win one of 10 $1,000 scholarships. There's no GPA requirement, and applying online takes minutes at mwenergy.com under the Community tab. Applications are due January 31st. Midwest Energy, a customer own cooperative making energy work for you commercial sign company wants to thank all of our customers for their business in 2022 and we look forward to serving colby hayes and the surrounding areas for your signage needs in 2023 visit commercialsigncompany.com or give us a call 866-GOT-SIGN with a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes Lucas Hammocky out to his brother Caleb, down to Davis, underneath Anaruna. He had bottled up with a low block, down to Davis for another three. He hit his third of the day! Trajan Davis is three for three from three. He has 15, 38, 35 Tigers. They're on an 8-0 run. 
And that was some of the second half action Saturday. Four-day state survives at home. They beat Nebraska Cardi 57-55. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, where they're open Monday through Saturdays, 11 to 8. Stop by for lunch or dinner. Of course, we're at the old soda shop locations. You get all those soda fountain drinks uh, that they've had in the past, the ice cream, cream treats, and more. Best barbecue in town, our own special dry rub, choice of some great different uh, sauces, the case the Texas, the Carolina, and more at Big Smoke Barbecue. Find them online, bigsmokehaze.com. We're joined now by Fort A. State men's basketball coach Mark Johnson. Tigers coming off a 62, or excuse me, coming off a 57-55 win over Emporia, or over, um, we'll play Emporia Sunday, over Kearney, uh, lost earlier in the week, 62-55 at Missouri Western in a makeup game. So a good finish to the weekend. It was uh, maybe more of a struggle than you thought it would be, although maybe should not expect it to, to be any different with uh, Nebraska Kearney, but found a way to win, I guess, the bottom line. That's the, that's that's all that matters at the end of the day, and your team did just that. Yeah, you know, I think going into the game, I mean, every game is the same for us to some degree. It doesn't matter if we're playing <laughs> Kearney, Newman, uh, you know, or Northwest or Central. You know, uh, we're going to have to guard the other team, and if we don't make shots, we're going to struggle to score, and it doesn't matter who we're playing. And, you know, I felt like the first two times, we, we the other two teams we played, Newman, Pitt, we really shot the ball well. And, um, you know, we won fairly easy. And, uh, you know, going back, looking at the film against Kearney, um, you know, we played hard. We played well. I thought we executed our offense a hundred times better than we did against Western. Uh, we just we missed shots. I, it's it's at times we've talked about over the years. It's not a complicated game. At the end of the day, your ball has to go in. They just they double teamed our post. They every drive they went in the paint. They left us wide open from perimeter. They made us a jump shooting team. And right now we're just struggling to make shots. Uh, luckily, Trey. Um, you know, as a guy that like said Trey's just over. You look over if you go every through the season, year after year, shooting drills, all that. He he has struggled to shoot the ball. Uh, you look at last year, he shot fifty percent from three, and right now he's forty percent. You know, he's just one of those. You know, you have two ways you go. You either rise to the moment and have the and you shoot it better in games, or you're the opposite guy. And uh, he's just one of them kids that's just tough enough to step up there in the game and and find a way to make the shot. And those those if he didn't make those three threes, we have no chance of winning. Uh, and so that was big. And um, you know, yeah, like I said, we really just kind of one of those games, kind of a little bit like the Northeastern game earlier in the year. These guys, kind of what they do, you the game's kind of over and you're kind of shaking your head like, what just happened? How did we win that game? Uh, you know, but we've said it. I've said it multiple times, probably more so than any team I've ever had. I've said it at least three times this year, and maybe even on this on this radio show. Is when we play well, we're going to win the game. When we shoot the ball well, this team will win. When we don't shoot it well, somehow they find a way to stay in the game and and may not win, but they're going to give themselves a chance. Where you feel like most teams, most occasions, it would have been over with ten minutes to go in the game. So uh, give them credit. We got to keep guarding. Uh, uh, well and and uh rebound a little better than we have and then uh we just got to find some guys to, to step up and, and make some shots when it matters well trey was five for five from the floor which uh, i think the first player since um Perry Carroll at a, against Avalon. It's been a while, uh, a perfect shooting game. But he had six rebounds as well. And I know that's the area you probably liked the most from his effort was, was his rebounding. And, and one thing when he plays, you, you get everything. I mean, he battles hard. But uh, when he's shooting like that and then the rebounding, he becomes a pretty valuable player. And that was a big spark off the bench. Yeah, for sure. He's one of our better rebounders. You know, he's just kind of one of those guys that kind of has a knack to be around the ball, mm-hmm. both scoring points and and getting rebounds, you look lately rebounds. You know, I thought Carney was the. You know, we've been getting out rebounded lately. But a part of that is, you know, when you look at the offensive rebounds to a lot of the games pre Carney, even Link, you know, that was really the same. You know, uh, one for whatever reason this year, this group we turn our opponents over more than we have been in years past, and we do a good job take. So you look at combination of one, we're taking about seven and a half shots more per game than our opponent. Free throws are the same. So really we're and then we're missing. So they're getting a lot of <laughs> more chances. They're getting more chances. So when you look at the rebound margin, you're like, gosh, you didn't rebound very well. But then when you really break down the film, it's like, hey, we're missing a lot and we're and we're taking seven and a half more shots. I thought Carney was really the first time where 
we got beat on the offensive glass way too much, and, and we got to do a better job of that. I don't know the last time uh, I've seen one of your teams get out-rebounded by 20 and you won. That was the case on, on Saturday. That It's kind of interesting because Carney's one of the smaller teams in the conference, yet obviously it was a challenge in that regard. Yeah, you know what happens. We, we uh, like said, Our league has gotten so big. I think this is one of our bigger teams, and then we go across start playing conference games. I mean, we're as average as it comes to size. And when B gets in foul trouble, it, it hurts us in the fact that we become smaller. You know, Trey's a big three. He's a, he's a very below average as far as probably size and, and that, at the four. So uh, keeping B, and if we can keep uh, our bigs and keep B, B at the four instead of him, like he had to slide down to the five uh, and things like that. So that's why we need Ian and, and Gilbert playing well. So we want so they can stay out on the on the on the floor and stay big at the five, and then B stay out of foul trouble. We say the four. What's mm-hmm. happening is a lot of times we're going small at the five and four, and I think that's affecting our rebounding somewhat. Yeah, yeah it certainly does. And it was a rough day for B. Got an early foul trouble, and <clears throat> really just see that happen when it happens early. Just it's hard to get in the flow of the game. It kind of felt that way with him. Although uh, down the stretch, that group and he was part of it that, that kind of got you over the hump to win that game. Uh, he was able to to avoid fouling out and gave you some big minutes down the stretch. Yeah, we had to put him on the Nebaker kid. You know, the Nebaker kid was just a little bit too big for Trey, and, and we just had to risk it. We tried to put him back in the game the, in the second half, but tried to move him off to someone else to avoid foul trouble. But he got to that last five minutes. It's win or, it's yeah. win or lose time, and he did a great job. You know, it's happening to him, and we all – he just seems – you know, the first call of the game was just – and I will say, I thought the refs did a really good job. That was a – I have very, very few complaints from the game whatsoever, but the first call of the game was pretty bad, and they threw it out of bounds and gave B a phantom first foul in the first minute and a half. And for him, it's just hard for him to avoid the next foul. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I was going to take him out, and I didn't. I mean, we just got to get him out of there right away uh, for foul trouble because it, it just really hurts us uh, – I mean, our, our team, where we're at, we need all the pieces to be able to be successful. And then when he's out, that makes a huge difference. He hardly played at all, and, and that affects our team greatly. I shouldn't bring this up. I'll knock on wood, but you mentioned the officiating. I agree. I thought they did a really good job. The, the memo has come, come down at all levels. Basketball's been too rough. Haven't noticed a big difference so far in at least the games that we've had with, with the MIAA. They seem to be calling it pretty close to how they have been in the past. Maybe a few exceptions here or there, but uh, it seems like the game's been called like it was earlier in the season. Yeah, I would which say I think is good. outside of the second half of Pitt State, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's been, I agree, you haven't noticed much difference. And, you know, it always amazes me, you know, when they show all these videos and, and things like that and go examples. Well, I mean, that, sh- that foul should have been called no matter how we were playing, yeah, you know. Exactly. You know, some of that's what frustrates me, too, when they send out these officiating videos. And I feel bad for the officials. They're, well, of course that should have been a foul. But, I mean, you know, I mean, it's like <laughs> don't translate that into now everything's a foul. Yeah. I mean, that the guy missed a call that's going to happen. Uh, you know, they just probably need to f- find a way to call the more egregious fouls and, and all that. But uh, yeah, it always amazes me. They give us an example of this should be called. Well, no kidding. You know? <laughs> because that's a foul. <laughs> but, yeah, so, and again, like I say, though, I feel bad for those officials. Those guys are in a tough, tough challenge uh, trying to please – uh, both sides of it for sure. Seems like there's always an upset coach for whatever reason throughout <laughs> yeah. the course of the game. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion. It's all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, the official team physicians for four-day state athletics. We'll take another break. Be back with more live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The cold weather months are the perfect time to have idle farm equipment inspected and repaired. BTI, your local John Deere dealer, offers winter inspections to ensure your machines are in top working condition for next spring. Receive skilled labor and a one-year parts and labor warranty on installed parts. Call your nearest BTI John Deere dealer in Buckland, Greensburg, Pratt, Nest City, Hoxie, and Great Bend to set up your winter service inspection. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. Imagine one of your favorite moments, something truly good. 
This holiday season, it's time to focus on the positive. And Next Tech is here to help you share more of what makes life good. Experience and enjoy more of the memories, traditions, and good times with three months free of any Next Tech service. Plus, current customers can upgrade a service without a price boost for the first three months. This holiday season, find more of your good when you visit nexttech.com slash the good. A new year means New Year's resolutions, and at the top of your resolution list should be visiting the taco shop. January specials include Sancho's, beef and bean burrito, beef enchilada, or cheese enchilada for $3.09 each. Ordering is easy with the handy Taco Shop app, or stop by at 722 East 8th. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. Come on down to the Taco Shop. Now pass knocked away. B steals it. Yon to the other end. Layup. Good! And the Tigers have the lead. B kind of floated in the air, but he hits it with the left hand. 53-52 Tigers. The steal and layup by Janschen. Yeah, four-day state. Got that bucket there and just had to hold on, but they finish it strong and knock off the uh, Lopers at Nebraska Kearney by two, 57 to 55. That was on the heels of a uh, a tough one at, at Missouri Western, uh, a game in which the Griffins played inspired, and it was a makeup game, fifth game in 11 days, another one on the road. It just felt like all those things kind of merged. It was just bad timing and uh, a bad day to not maybe play your best, and they played really well, and uh, it was just made for a long afternoon. Although, as you said, your guys gutted it out and, and, and found a way to make it interesting there down down the stretch, just just not enough and not enough offense there to pull that one off. Yeah, I mean, I think you look at the tail of two of the two games. We probably played offensively as far as making shots as poorly as we did against Western. I think the the thing is we 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 ran a lot better offense. Yes. You know, what I mean, uh, Western we were not. We kind of created our own issues at times and in that. We just need to run better offense. Didn't play very well. We, you know, I thought we played hard. This group normally is going to play pretty hard and compete. You could tell the stretch of fifth game in 11 days, being out on the road, a lot of those, we were just kind, kind of weren't mentally as sharp as, as we need to be to win an MIAA game. And uh, certainly showed and uh, came up short in that one. However, did kind of see uh, the Lucas Hammock. He came in late, got eight points and two minutes of playing time and kind of make it interesting. I think he maybe cut it to six or something like that to put a little bit of scare in them. And then you insert him on Saturday and boy, he came up big and made some big baskets down the stretch. and was very integral in uh, coming back to, to get that victory. Uh, that was kind of neat to see him. I'm, I'm sure he's had to be in the shadow of his older brother, Caleb, quite a bit in his life, but he's kind of proving they're different players, but uh, certainly very capable. And it's been nice to see the last couple of times out. Yeah, you know, even well, a couple things for Lucas. I mean, that's if you haven't ever done it, that's hard to get in the moment. Like the, even the Carney game, mm-hmm. you know, to be put in there, a, lot, a good crowd, your home floor. Uh, you're down here late with five, four minutes to go, whatever it was. The pressure of that moment, most guys can't handle that. And he went out there ultra confident. You would never know that he hasn't been out there. Yeah. This is his, you know, you wouldn't think he's a veteran. And uh, so that's one. He's got toughness about himself, courage, and that that uh, good arrogance, confidence that you have to have about himself. And then uh, the other part, I would say him and Hagen, if you ask us, who are our, when I say basketball play, who's our best basketball players? Guys that just have a feel for the game, and you look that back cut off Caleb. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many other guys we have on our team that will make that read. You know, that's just a, a, he's a basketball player. He sees the opening and goes there, and, and those guys have probably done stuff like that a thousand times in the backyard or the uh, gym somewhere against people. So, um He's in with Jaheim getting hurt. Jaheim got hurt uh, late in the game. We had to insert him, and now I think we, how much longer Jaheim could. Jaheim's definitely out this week. It, it could be a long term deal. We'll find out more in the next 48 hours, uh, which is uh, that hurts us greatly. But yeah. it's nice that Lucas has had a few games under his belt because his minutes. Uh, even if Jaheim didn't get hurt, they're probably going to go up now. They're going to go up quite a bit because he's going to have to be that first guard off the bench probably for at least the, the near future and maybe longer. And and he's different than his brother, obviously. He's a little bit bigger than, than Caleb. Caleb, I mean, we've, we've seen what, what he can do. They're, they're different players but can kind of get you the same results. Yeah, different uh, in the fact, you know, Caleb is probably a little more explosive, but, I don't right. mean, but who isn't Caleb more explosive yeah. than? I mean, you pretty much every night we play, I don't care who they are, he's – no, I mean, he's as quick speed, 
all that that you can possibly have. Caleb Price shoots the perimeter shot better. I would say Lucas probably has a little better handle. You know, Lucas uh, can get to where he wants to go doing it different. He's probably a little more creative, uh, handles it a little bit, maybe a little more heady. Not that Caleb isn't, mm-hmm. but, I mean, uh, Lucas is pretty high as, as uh, just a – Lucas is one of them guys that I think growing up having to go against. Here's your older brother, (laughs) and he's that athletic against you. He's just figured out a way to play. You know, I got to be, I got to be a little more uh, creative in what I do. I got to make sure I got that ball on a string and things like that. And and it'll be neat to see these guys because they still have two more years together after this year. And and it'll be neat to watch those guys uh, get to play. And and uh, they they root for each other, but they're very competitive against each other, as you can imagine. I'm sure at one point Lucas finally said, "Enough's enough. I got to figure this out because I can't take it anymore." <laughs> and uh, made him a great player and he actually scored more points in high school than than Caleb did at, at, at Hutch Trinity. Tigers gearing up for the road. They will be in Topeka Wednesday. We talked about it with Tony Opson. A little bit different week this week. Wednesday in Topeka, Sunday in Emporia. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, we'll get to the coaches' questions. We appreciate folks submitting them over the weekend. We've got a few to ask Mark. Uh, we'll do that when we return. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes. BigSmokeHaze.com. And uh, more Tiger Talk next here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. You love living and working in western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at HazeMed. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. HazeMed is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, HazeMed is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at HazeMed.com. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Here's Caleb guarded by Evans, 10 seconds to go. Caleb to his left, down the lane, floats it up, he scores with 6.5. Caleb Hamicky with 16 points. Tigers lead by two, and Nebraska, Forte State's going to call the timeout. And that ended up being a game winner by Caleb Hamicky. Tigers knock off the Lopers Saturday afternoon. Good crowd, almost 2,700 at the Coliseum. Biggest of the year, 57-55. Now gear up for Washburn and Emporia uh, this week. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, we want to get to some of the questions that you emailed in. Um, the first one, um, any reason why four-day state in Washburn and Emporia have only been scheduled to play once, I think, what now, fifth year in a row? You're only going to play two of your biggest rivals once during the season. Yeah, well, <laughs> now instead of doing divisions, we play you play everybody twice except four of the other 13, I guess, would be you'd 12. But the way they mathematically do that, there's seven uh, groups of travel partners. We're with Carney, so we're always going to play Carney twice, and then they choose two of the other six. Um, I think what they originally thought, well, what are the chances of doing that again? But they've come to find out that since two of the, you're going to take two of the six, that gives you a 33.3% chance every year of not playing Washburn and Emporia. Our hope is after this has happened two cycles in a row, 
we will not put them in the drawing, but I'm not in charge of that. That's just I'm just the guy that coaches Fort Hayes. So we will have we'll have it happen again next year, except they will be here. Our, our hope would be in two in another year they'll redraw for a two year cycle, uh, pick two two travel partners that we only play once. Hopefully, Carney will either not get or Emporia Washburn will either will not get picked or they won't even put them in the drawing for us. But we'll we'll see how that goes. But that's basically what it is. It's a blind draw. We've picked them twice now in the last. Uh, two cycles. That's still disappointing. Obviously, great rivalry, and and it's a close game, and it's a de- you know you can travel the day of to that one, right. where most of the times you can't. So hopefully that does get changed. Uh, this came in for both you and Tony Hobson. Uh, the transfer portal it's become such a major component in college athletics. How, how much do you use it, and and how do you go? How, what's your approach to to the transfer portal? Oh, you have to use it. That's a big part of it. I would say. It has killed us in recruiting uh, dramatically um, because you used to be know someone, help you get a player. You know, I go through all the great players we've had pre-transfer portal, pre-before these guys don't now don't have to sit out a year. It was basically all a, a friend of mine, a coach of mine, someone I coached with or we've known each other a long time. Hey, we got this player leaving. Um, you know, Ken Bowman, Oren Greer, Willie Hassels. I mean, all these guys today, I could mention, I could throw seven more names out. They were just basically came to us. You know, now that gets to now everybody in the world knows they're available, and now it becomes uh, you're recruiting this same person. Before it was just, you know, you just had to make call, talk to the kid, talk to his family. Hey, if they say it's a good place, I'm coming. Now you're going to have to go head-to-head with 50 schools. Like I said, these kids enter the transfer portal. If you're not watching that portal when the season is over, you have to watch that every 30 minutes because if you wait to call a kid, he's just entered the portal for an hour, you're the 20th person to call them. So, uh, you know, it really hasn't affected us, knock on wood. We really haven't had many guys leave at all. Uh, But obviously it's a big part of it. Uh, We have to use it, and that's how you're going to have to win. You're going to have to have some kids uh, come out of that if you expect to be competitive. Uh, you don't want your whole team that way, but you're going to have to have uh, a, a portion of your team through the transfer portal. That certainly has changed the complexion of college athletics in all sports, certainly. Uh, and, and the other one's about the Coliseum. We've talked about it, 50th year. Um, uh, we saw Saturday why it's such a great venue and when you get a good crowd and it was a lot of fun. Uh, there's been some nice upgrades, the the new seats, the, bleach, the, the floor, the, the video board. The question from our uh, listener, any other improvements that can be made that could could help your program? I know Tony mentioned uh, practice space and maybe a practice facility. I'm guessing that would be high on the list as well. Of course. I mean, with the traffic of more teams than Fort Hayes had when the Coliseum was built, plus the things you can do in the off season now, all those teams you have access to your players. So now it's a year-round, get your guys in the gym, all that. I would only say, I mean, I always marvel that what, when they build what seventy three, that it still looks brand new today. I would say the only thing I wish we had that the Coliseum doesn't have, we don't have a main lobby area. That would be the only thing. You know, yeah, it would be nice point. to have yeah. a main lobby area, and you could kind of maybe show your history of your programs right there in your lobby area. That would be the only you know where that garage is at, where you come. I wish that could if we could create a main lobby, a main entrance, main lobby. That would be the only thing. Uh, that really that Coliseum doesn't have. It's amazing, like I said, from 73, no one else has a building that old that's still playing that's as relevant as ours. So, I mean, that would be the only thing. I do think it would be nice to have a main entrance, a lobby, and you could kind of showcase uh, your your program through that main I lobby. I never thought of that. That's a great idea. And we see a lot of the newer venues we go to. There is that neat area uh, for fans uh, to, to see all that. All right. Rivalry week continues. You just played the Lopers. Now you get the Ichabods on Wednesday, and then uh, Emporia State on a Sunday afternoon. You've had a lot of Sunday games this year. Uh, Washburn, obviously, a lot of the names and faces we've seen the last two or three years when they were an NCAA tournament team uh, have moved on. It's kind of a, a younger group, but yet got a nice win last weekend on the road. Uh, uh, your, your thoughts on the Ichabods? It seems like uh, they're starting to figure things out a little bit as the season goes along. Yeah, I would say about Washburn, you know, I, I, you know, if you watch KU and those games a little bit, you always hear Fran Fraschella talk, you know, he does the analyst, and I, I've heard him say this a few times, and I think it's true in today's world with the transfer portal, you got to get old and stay old. And really, uh, I would say Washburn's problem is they're just young, you know what I mean? And most of us are old. You know, we're, we're old. You know, our average age right now is probably close to 22, you know, where 10 years ago that wasn't the case, and they're just got a bunch of young guys. The talent's there. They're just young. They're going to be good. And as the seasons progress, that 
age factor is becoming less relevant. Uh, Andrew Orr inside is probably the best low post back to the basket player in the conference. So Gilbert and Ian are going to have to play well. It's going to be instead of chasing guys out on the three-point line, it's just old school. You're going to have to find a way to, to, to stop him on the block. Uh, they got capable guards. Uh, when they shoot the ball well like they did against Pitt, they're hard to beat just like anybody. And then Emporia, uh, I had a chance to see them early in the year down in Oklahoma at that uh, classic hosted by Southwestern Oklahoma State. Obviously uh, another good team. Um, they're they're kind of hanging around, making a run to try to win a conference championship. That'll that'll be a tough one on a Sunday afternoon at the White Auditorium. Talk about size. I mean, they're they're <laughs> yeah. long, they're big, they they're big. tall, they're long and athletic, and then uh, you know they don't shoot the ball well from three except the point guard. So you know that's going to be one of those. You got to hope they they struggle that night on the perimeter because you're going to have to we're going to have to give some help inside that paint. They're just too long and and athletic and and uh, probably the biggest team lengthwise from top to bottom. They got a new kid in its semester. They felt like they needed some help offense and brought in a new guard that gives them a little more uh, scoring. But um, There'll be it'll be a low if we're going to win at Emporia, I would assume it'll have to be a low scoring game because they're going to make it difficult on us to score on them. Well, a lot of history between the opponents here the next couple of weeks. Fort Hay State against Washburn and Emporia should be a, a lot of fun as the Tigers embark second half of the conference, seven of eleven on the road. Coach, as always, appreciate the time. We'll see you at uh, Lee Arena on Wednesday. Hey, thanks, Chuck. There you go, head coach Mark Johnson of the Fort Hay State men. Again, that'll be a a doubleheader again Wednesday night, 5.30 and 7.30 from Lee Arena in Topeka. We're on the air at 5.05 with the Auto World pregame. And then Sunday afternoon from Wide Auditorium in Emporia, the Tiger men and women at Emporia State. That's going to wrap it up for Tiger Talk. It's brought to you by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, and the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. And, of course, live here from Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, corner of 8th and Main, the home of Tiger Talk, BigSmokeHaze.com. That's going to do it for Coach Tony Hobson and Mark Johnson. This is Gerard Welbrock. So long, everyone.